Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. Can you tell a good story in 17 seconds over the ramp of the song? Because if you can, you're going to hook somebody for 20 minutes, and that's what it's all about. Now your guides through the media morphosis. Noted communications second-generation broadcaster and media strategist, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Welcome to Brandwith On Demand, the only podcast dedicated to reimagining radio in episodes of about 15 minutes. Every radio station, host, and even manager has a brand, and we all have access to bandwidth. The key, as most of us are finding, is making the most of the opportunities that that can present. We call that brandwidth. Jonathan Drake has accompanied Champaign-Urbana radio listeners from the workplace through traffic for well over a decade after working around the Midwest with stops in exotic locales like Joliet, Bloomington, and the well-kept secret that is Des Moines, Iowa. Jonathan, yeah, that's right. Jonathan claims he was drawn to a radio career mostly because of free concert tickets and the form-fitting uniforms he gets to wear that nobody ever sees because, hey, it's radio. He's also put family first by avoiding the usual radio nomad trail, settling into the Champaign-Urbana market where he's OM for the Saga Communications Illini Radio Group Cluster, including country, CHR, classic rock, classic hits, oldies, and wait, Classic Country 2. The collection represents one of the more aggressive HD2 and 3 strategies in the industry. Jonathan's not the only one married to the market. His spouse, Laura, as the Chamber of Commerce. Wow. Brand with On Demand welcomes one half of the power couple of Churbana, Jonathan Drake. <laughs> well, when you say it like that, it really sounds impressive. I kind of I kind of want to meet me. So, Jonathan, in full disclosure, you and I worked together many quarter hours ago in a market far, far away, and you have had nothing but success ever since. If you had to pick one thing that you've picked up along the way, either as a manager or on-air talent or both, what would that be? Boy, I think the biggest management lesson that I picked up along the way is that you are not a manager. You're not really running things until you understand that that job is a people job, that it is all about your interactions with the people. I mean, there are so many tasks that go into this. And I know, and for, for many years, I did and I have gotten bogged down into the tasks, which can become quicksand. And you've got to pull yourself out of that and walk around and spread yourself around and really invest in people. And that is the hardest part of any of this. I've had so many people talk to me about, hey, I'm ready to be a PD. I'm ready to be a brand manager. I'm ready to take that step. You know, what do I need to do to do that? And if you're poised and ready for that job, if you're poised and ready for that position, you've probably done all the task work. You know all the things that go into running the brand or you know all the things that go into to running the programming on a radio station or whatever it might be. But what you may not know or have a lot of experience with is the people and managing the situations and really learning that you've got to invest in people first. And that's the hardest part. And it's it's a huge relationship that you have to build and maintain. That's the hardest part of it all. 
Uh, from the on-air perspective, I think probably since we work together, the thing I've taken the or I've found the most appreciation for is how uniquely suited our business is for storytelling. I mean, that's really all we've got. That's all we've ever had. And it's more important now than ever. And when you look at just the proliferation of podcasting and how huge it is, and it's almost like we gave up our birthright to that form of electronic media. And in some cases, you've got podcasts that are doing a great job, a better job than terrestrial radio of storytelling. And, and we really got to keep bringing that back in so many different forms. It could be in the long form, but it, it also could be in the short form. Can you tell a good story in 17 seconds over the ramp of a song? Because if you can, you're going to book somebody for 20 minutes, and that's what it's all about. You know, clearly radio's changed dramatically in recent decades. You know, budgets are often tighter, and some staffs are usually smaller. What's one upside that you've experienced in this so-called new normal? One of the things that I've seen with our group here is... Sometimes you don't know until you ask. And, you know, we had a situation where we lost a news director who was running the news operation for the whole cluster here. And it was a very difficult position to fill. And there weren't a lot of options out there. And I had been turned down by a couple of people who really would have been good in that position from a news perspective. But it wasn't until we started recruiting from within the building that we found someone who said, you know, I am interested in that. I've watched it happen in the building, and I think I want to tackle it. I want to try. And so, you know, we we said, yeah, let's, let's figure this out together. Let's do this. And so we took it in a, a new direction that was probably better suited for what we were doing and where we were evolving. And in the process, we were able to allow a person here to add value to themselves. And I think that's the best upside is so many people are stepping up saying, hey, I want to try that. Hey, this is a new technology. I want to be the person who does that here. And seeing them excel in that is probably the most rewarding thing. Shifting gears a little bit, John, your, your stations have always had a strong online presence. What advice would you give to somebody who's in a similar position to yours but may not have the management or even corporate support to get that part of it done? Again, that's finding the person, and there's always someone on your team who's got that superpower. And I'll, full disclosure, it's not me, <laughs> but there are a lot of people here who who know what's going on, who are really well-suited for it. You know, we've got a couple of people in the building who really get social media, and it's so easy and natural to just gravitate over to not only have them teach me better how how it works, what it means, how to best use it, but also let them take the point on it and also put them in a position where they're empowered to teach other people here. We do quarterly staff meetings of the individual stations. And once we kind of ascertained who those people were, pull them into that meeting and make sure that they have a chance to to be a part of it and do a presentation on, hey, here are some best practices that we've found. Everybody should be trying to do this. You know, you've been recruiting and managing talent for years now. What do you look for when evaluating candidates? A little advice for PDs that you can give them. And then for talent, what's the best way for them to, you know, get on the radar from stars like you? I mean, how do they do that? I don't think it's any secret that the talent pool is shrinking and the options are more limited than they ever have been. 
the hardest part is finding somebody who wants to make a move because if you're in a good situation and you're working for a good company like so many of us in Saga have felt for so many years, why would you want to change it? Why would you want to just step out there? I think the first thing I look for is, do you want to be here? How much do you know about us? Uh, do your homework. And how much do you want to be here? That's the hardest thing to find. And that's the hardest thing to figure out. I, I'm not looking for lifers necessarily, but I want somebody who wants to be here. The hard part is finding somebody who knows what you're all about. And, you know, I kind of have an unspoken rule. I, I draw the first circle on the map of 250 miles in every direction. Who's coming in from that region? So they're aware of where we are geographically and what we're all about. Um, I don't want to necessarily look nationwide if I can find somebody who's going to understand us better just by, by knowing who and where we are. And when it comes to staying on the radar, I mean, don't give up, I guess, is the first thing. I'm notoriously bad at uh, maybe getting back to somebody on the first try. But if you are persistent, if you're there, if you do that reminder, do those follow-ups, I'm more likely to pay attention. Don't give up. I don't know whether the days of uh, uh, doing the stunts, like, you know, the guy that used to send his picture in a pizza box to get your attention and there was a, a CD or a tape in the pizza box. I still remember it, but mm -hmm. it may not be necessary anymore. Who's got the money for that? So you're an OM of a mega cluster, lots of stations, and you still do afternoon drive on one of the top stations in the market. Any tips for others who may find themselves in a position similar to yours, but maybe are struggling to do it as well? Boy, if I had a good answer to that, I guess I'd be where you guys are, and I'd be hosting the podcast. <laughs> I think the first thing is you've got to make the time for all of it. And there's there's no such thing as an eight-hour day. So you've got to use your off time and your fringe time to get a lot of your, uh, I don't know, busy work done, a lot of your managerial work, your administrative work. So you can use prime time when you need it for things like prepping and being on the air. And big part of it is so many people are, are so overburdened that they are willing to make that the least important thing to just go in and knock out a bunch of voice tracks and get back into the computer or into a meeting. And I find it necessary to put in live studio time, at least some of it, at least try to get into the studio and be live and be in the moment and be interactive and take some phone calls and be part of it because you don't know how the operation works unless you're executing it. And if that means that, sorry, the music log or whatever had to wait until uh, later and I'm working on it or, or I'm typing memos or uh, working on a proposal for something else at home or in off hours, it's insane. But it has to be done, but you've got to make the time up front to be there and to be present. And the rewards are there because the audience will be there. The audience will respond and you'll just build a better brand if you are consciously, actively part of it. Good stuff, sir. We'll be right back with the star of our show, Jonathan Drake. Hey, be sure to check out our website for previous guests like It's in the Morning. WZPL Indianapolis Dave Smiley and the original MTV star turned Bay Area morning host Martha Quinn. Somebody you'd like to hear from? Well, we'd love to hear from you. 
Email us a suggestion at show at brandwithondemand.com. If you're new to our little podcast, welcome. And be sure to rate and review us wherever you get yours. It helps others discover Brandwith On Demand. Hey, Kipper, we also appreciate if folks spread the word. Oh, yeah. Please invite your friends to text REIMAGINE to 44222. That's REIMAGINE to 44222 so they can get every episode of Brandwith On Demand. Coming up, Jonathan Drake shares what he knows now that he really wishes he knew way back then. Brandwith On Demand. Rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Blues Update. North Carolina Radio Station of the Year, I'm Susan King. I'm Michael Hart in the News Talk. The local news for Phoenix, I'm Debbie Young. I'm Ed Heistick. One key difference between traditional radio and other options is local information. Virtual News Center can help. From the Wolf Room Radio News Center, I'm Peter Colleen. In any language, money talks. I'm Jen Austin. When your news budget breaks, Virtual News Center can fix it. Click their ad at brandwithondemand.com. The stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then. Brandwood On Demand. Turn up my Brady. Jonathan, you're a really accomplished guy. I mean, you've done it all. You're a, a cluster manager from a programming and operations point of view. You do great on-air work. But from your current vantage point, what are the, some of the things that you know now that you really wish you'd known way back when you started? Well, I think the big one for me because I was a born procrastinator and that (laughs) is not something that's ever going to serve you well. And I struggle with it to this day, but I guess the first piece of advice would be eat the frog, (laughs) do that thing. Don't put off doing that thing that you don't want to do. Step up to it and knock it out as soon as you possibly can. Uh, If I had mastered that, a long time ago, if I well, if I had mastered it today, I'd be in a lot better situation. But I wish I had really done better with that. Mm-hmm. That is the big one. Eat the frog. Our thanks to Jonathan Drake. He's a star kipper. We have links to Jonathan and his station, plus the expanded play of this interview, all available at brandwithondemand.com. Next time, a return to the big office as we welcome Hubbard President and COO, Drew Horowitz. That's a wrap, Kipper. You know, getting things done depends on a lot of things, like doing your homework, planning, doing your analysis, and getting started. Well, we'll talk about that in the One Minute Martinizing. You'll find it in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wide. Any reuse or redistribution of Brand With On Demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. While you're at it, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover Brand With On Demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Brand With On Demand.